Two players to stay away from in 2020, Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. I get it. Leonard Fournette had a big year in 2019, and he had 70-plus receptions. I, I get the appeal. He's a very talented running back, but there are more than a handful of red flags to worry about given the cost. Everything comes down to ADP, people. Everything. I can like a guy I'm totally against, Todd Gurley or David Johnson, two guys I say stay clear from from in 2020, I could buy them at the right price. You draw a line in the sand at some point with certain players. And my line in the sand is so far down below where the ADPs live of both Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon. I'll start with Fournette and then and then dive into Mixon after. My line in the sand is so far below their ADPs. I won't own either one of them at all in 2020. I can, I can almost guarantee that. They'd have to fall to a ridiculous value that 11 other guys wouldn't allow for me to invest in Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon in 2020. Now, starting with Fournette, his team does not want him. His team tried to write him off last year. His team tried to write him off in January of last year. They decided to give him one more chance. And after that, he still screwed up and and went and got... Uh, you know, criminal speedy ticket of over 100 miles an hour. Not a big deal all on its own, but proof that the guy cannot pay attention, focus, and, and they practically wrote him off. And even after a monster year where he pulled in 70-plus receptions, something he's never done before, I might add, it was a unique situation. He did very well across the board in 2019 the changes in Jacksonville won't allow for that kind of replication though so don't don't expect anything close to 70 receptions even if he starts the whole year but Leonard Fournette after that big year is walking into 2020 where his team doesn't want him on the roster they tried to trade him the asking price isn't even that high a late draft pick Nobody wants Leonard Fournette. At this point, he, a trade may happen. His trade value is so low, I wouldn't be shocked if he got traded into a great environment, let's say Tampa Bay. And then all of a sudden, where's my line in the sand? I'm not hypocritical. I'm not backing out on my my prediction if I all of a sudden like Fournette in Tampa Bay, I'm telling you up front, I draw my lines with the the facts that I know at the time. And everything that I know right now screams run for the hills because the ADP value, the asking price, the price of admission is second round material. And if you want to take out the part of the equation that has me just not liking Fournette, and let's just say I kind of do like Fournette, The reason I'm avoiding him is because I like a handful, a dozen players better. I just like other players a whole hell of a lot better. They're safer. 
more upside, less risk, no red flags compared to Fournette. A guy like Pat Mahomes in the second round is just flat out safer than a, than a Leonard Fournette. A Lamar Jackson's flat out safer than a Leonard Fournette. A Kenyon Drake, if you're lucky enough to get him that late in the second round, you might even find Drake in magazine type drafting scenarios where your 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 owners in your league are magazine type drafters, meaning they don't prepare until the, the night before. They're not staying staying in the news and and they're not astute to everything that's going on in the football world. You'll find Drake fall to 3.01 in those leagues, and those that's a cleanup win your league type of move if you can get Drake that late. But if you can get Drake over Leonard Fournette, and you could call out all the red flags with him, risk, oh, he's never carried the load. He carried the load full-time from week nine on last year, and he did fine. And he played in Miami, a, a black hole for running backs. And he averaged on his career so far a, a very, very, very nice yards per carry average. So it's opportunity that you can state and cite when it comes to why has Drake not evolved? I know I'm getting sidetracked here. But Drake is a clear, clear winner over Leonard Fournette in that second round. Eckler is a clear, clear better pick in that second round. I'd take Eckler and Drake at 12 overall. So you could be damn certain I'm going to draft both these guys ahead of Leonard Fournette, who I wouldn't take in the second round for anything. And and the whole arguments against Lamar and Mahomes, I get them. Nobody understands better than, than me that you can find the next Pat Mahomes in the later rounds. Pat Mahomes was my number one bull prediction for 2018. I, I, I feel like I found the guy. He was a 10th, 11th, 12th round guy in 2018. And he's my number one bull prediction. Number one. So nobody knows better than I that to get the next Pat Mahomes, to get the next Lamar Jackson, you've got to take a QB late. But that doesn't mean that taking a QB early is a mistake. It doesn't mean you can't draft a guy like Mahomes, still scout and prepare to also land the next Mahomes or Lamar and have the best of both worlds and the ability to trade a Lamar or Mahomes or the player that you found that's the next Lamar or Mahomes and turn yourself, uh, turn your running back two into a running back one. That's the funny thing is people think you can't still play the weight on a QB approach even when you're drafting a QB early. You're always developing. The year Pat Mahomes broke out in 2018, do you think anybody, including myself, was drafting him to start? I was telling everybody Pat Mahomes was the next big top five quarterback that you could get at round 10, 11, 12 in 2018, but I'm still drafting other guys to start in hopes that, that that he does develop and turn into that player, but if he didn't, I had a backup plan that was already slated to start for me. So the year that I found Pat Mahomes, the year last year that people found Lamar Jackson, they didn't draft either one to start. So this whole you can't do both is crazy. Because if you land the next Lamar or Pat Mahomes with your late backup QB plan, you have Trey Bate that no one else has in your league, and you can absolutely dominate and trade that quarterback or your quarterback you drafted for a 
massive uh, heavy hitter at another position. Injury prone is Leonard Fournette. Bad decision maker on the field, that is Leonard Fournette. Bad decision maker off the field, that is Leonard Fournette. So on and off the field. I don't trust the guy. And and you could say, oh, he's not injury prone. He's an aggressive runner that was tagged and labeled injury prone by pretty much everyone and their mother heading into 2017, 2000, or 2018, 2019. And even if he if he shed that tag for you for whatever reason, I'm okay with that. That's still only one red flag. But I have to ask you, the workload that he took on last year mixed with his aggressive running style and his very, very large frame and the abuse that he he takes on given his rushing style, he's still opening the door to injury even if you feel he shed that injury-prone label like the nagging injuries. Like if, if he doesn't hold that kind of risk to you, he's still a bigger aggressive running back that takes a lot of abuse and he literally plays offense when he's going up against a defender, which is great, but it opens the door to injury. There's just red flags. Red flags galore with this guy. And the fact that he busted in 2018, he was on my bowl predictions for being one of the biggest busts, entering that season, dropping all kinds of weight, which was an awful idea. And I screamed from the rooftops that Leonard Fournette was going to get hurt, shedding weight for a running back that needs that padding to help absorb his aggressive, crazy, aggressive rushing style was a horrible idea. And boy, did he bust on people at first round value in 2018. He was going at 7, 9, 8, 10, 11, and he completely busted on everyone that invested in 2019 and or 2018. And yes, in 2019, I called him one of the biggest busts again. And I was wrong. Take a lap, Smitty. That's an oopsie for me. I didn't nail that one. I admit it. But I have a feeling I'm going to be two out of three. And I'm not going near him in 2019. Not at second round value when there are so many better options. A Mike Evans, Mahomes Lamar, Drake Eckler. A whole handful of players. Probably a dozen that I like more than Leonard Fournette around his ADP on average. And that's that's how I feel about uh, Leonard Fournette. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joe Mixon, for a lot of the same reasons, is a must-avoid for me. A lot of the same reasons I just cited for Leonard Fournette. Now, you could say he's not injury-prone. You know, he's had a lot of nagging injuries over the years but he does play football games so you know I can understand somebody saying you know you can't you can't call me injury prone anymore and I get that that's I, I can totally accept that 
bad decision maker. Don't, don't even get me started on saying that the past is in the past. We're living in an NFL now where all you need is an old video clip and you're done. You're absolutely done. Your whole career is over. Something that happened 15 years ago can wipe someone's career out with a snap of a finger. Like, let's get real. Don't act like the past is the past in this today's NFL. It's not. And this guy's made so many dumb decisions along the way. It, that's Sorry, that's always hanging over his head. So get that out of your head right now. That, that his past is behind him. And, and if you follow these players like I do on IG, you guys, I don't, I don't just sit here and, and just run my mouth without any kind of research or staying on Newswire, staying on Instagram lives with these players. I follow all these players. And, and Mixon's always live partying and not taking the offseason seriously. And you could say maybe he works during the day and parties at night. And I don't see everything that he's doing during the day. I get it. But again, multiple things adding up. It's not just one thing. But when I flip on an IG Live presented by Joe Mixon and I see him just completely parting, not focusing. And then I flip over to Hollywood Browns Live and he's doing footwork drills with the Footwork King. And you look at Alvin Kamara juggling uh, uh, whatever those sticks are called and balancing on balancing balls. And you go over to Joe Mixon and he's he's drinking and partying and, and, and not taking anything seriously that, that we could tell. And we're in an off-season, a modified off-season like no other where, where players aren't getting the coaching and support and direction and discipline that they need. And we're supposed to trust Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon, two horrible decision makers off the field. We're supposed to trust that they're not only not both just staying in shape, which in Fournette's defense, I have seen some pretty decent video clips of him working out and staying fit. So I will give it to him that he is trying to do his best to stay in shape during this time. But with Fournette being an injury-prone player with an extremely heavy workload last year, walking into an offseason where he couldn't possibly be getting the same kind of care, direction, and physical conditioning that he would get in a, in a normal offseason with the right supporting cast and, and coaching, it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a red flag for players that feel more likely to, to go off the rails. I'm staying away from a lot of players that, like Aaron Jones, for example, and I'll do a whole video on him. Aaron Jones has been labeled one of the most lazy, out of shape, unfocused players in the offseason that I that I can remember, at least at the running back position. Now, last year, guess who was on my top seven bull predictions for 2019? Aaron Jones. So you can't tell me that you're higher on Aaron Jones or was higher than I was. And why was I high on him? His offseason was lit. He was chiseled. He took the offseason seriously for the first time. And he was in phenomenal shape. I'm going to err on the side of caution 
that Aaron Jones isn't getting what he needs support-wise, discipline-wise, to replicate last year's offseason, to shed that in that t- that lazy tag. I'm going to assume that this guy's probably more along the lines of other off-seasons where he's gotten hurt because he wasn't in proper shape and condition right. And, and so I'm staying away from, from Aaron Jones. I'll do a whole nother, another thing on him. But back on Joe Mixon, what a player does in, in his free time and what he broadcasts to, the, to, to everybody on Instagram, on social media platforms to prove what he's up to, that matters to me. If it doesn't matter to you, that's fine. And if that was the only thing, I probably would be like, eh. But Joe Mixon busted on everyone in 2019. And he was on my avoid list for 2019. And he completely failed everyone. And yes, he came around. He did come around. And had a, a, a very strong finish to the year. But, but, but that, by that point, he, your season was done. If you, if you were relying on Joe Mixon as a first or second round pick last year, you lost your league most likely because by the time he got firing on all cylinders, it was too late. And I love Joe Burrow, the prospect. I love Higgins. I love the future that, that Burrow potentially has in Cincinnati. But if anybody thinks he won't have growing pains, if any anybody thinks that defenses won't stack the box and make Joe Burrow beat them, if anybody thinks they won't be at least potentially looking at the same kind of beginning to the year that Joe Mixon dropped in 2019, in 2020, you're you're optimistic beyond help. I'm not saying avoid Mixon at all costs. Like Fournette, there's a line. But for me, I'm not touching Joe Mixon at anywhere near his ADP by uh, by quite a bit. Uh, I'm probably around or more uh, distance-wise away from drafting Joe Mixon than than where his ADP is. Like, I, meaning if he's going at 15 overall, I'm not touching him for almost a round of picks before I start considering it. I, I I'm just not going near Mixon at at even high or mid-second round value. There are just players I like better. It's the same thing with Fournette. Mahomes is a lock, I think, if healthy, for 40 TDs on a bad year. And I'd rather take my chances with a Zeke in the first round and a Mahomes in the second than a Zeke and Mixon. I'd rather take... Eckler or Drake, if I should be so lucky. I, I like Mike Evans more than I like Mixon. I like Godwin more than I like Mixon. They're just a grip of players I like way more than I like Joe Mixon. And I'll, I'll give you a bold statement right here. Chew on this. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in 2020 only. I'm not talking Dynasty. I believe Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will outscore in PPR Joe Mixon. Take it to the take it to the bank. That's my prediction. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.